0: hi and welcome back i'm your host robin and you are now listening to my podcast broken strength under control matthew 5 14 through 16 it says you are the light of the world a city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket but on a lampstand and it gives light to all who are in the house let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father in heaven well we are back and I don't know about you all but I hope you guys had a good weekend and you know it was productive me personally mine was it was good not as productive as it should have been but Sometimes you just have to just take a moment for yourself and just breathe. And I just woke up yesterday on Monday feeling like, "Dang, I should just take every Monday off." Cuz I just feel like I don't be ready to go back to work on Mondays. But then, you know, again, this is how I got to take care of myself. So, you know, got to work. Amanda don't work don't eat. And so again, you know, Mondays, y'all, I just, when I tell you, I'll be feeling like I really want to take every Monday off, but I'm not trying to burn up my time doing anything crazy like that. So, um, I apologize for any background noise that you may hear. Well, I don't have my AirPods in today because every time I wear them, it seems like they're going to fall out my ear when I start talking. So I got my headphones on today. So if you hear any noise in the background, it's just outside traffic, whatever. Um, that's not the important key. The key is is to get the word. That's it. And so, you know, last week, and it's just so funny because when I do a podcast, I never know what I'm going to talk about the next week It's usually during somewhere closer towards the weekend. God will drop something in my spirit and then I'll just begin to search it out and, you know, look up stuff because, you know, I'm the Google queen. So I'll be Googling everything. So, you know, again, you know, sometimes I might get something after I've done the podcast, but I have to honestly tell y'all here lately, Uh, It seems like instead of me going through whatever it is that I'm going to talk about prior to me talking about it, it seems like I go through it after I've talked about it. And so this week, um, just to, I guess, not really big up um, domestic, domestic violence awareness, but Or mental health awareness, but it just seemed befitting to talk about things that speak to one of those areas because this is breast cancer awareness month, domestic violence, domestic violence awareness month, and then you have mental health awareness month. And so this pandemic have really got people just messed up. They twisted, they just, you know, don't really know how to get through certain things. So you have so many people I'm seeing online anymore talking about mental health, you know, taking days, a mental health day, you know, whatever the case might be. Um, but I just thought it would be, be fitting to talk about some things that are geared around that and then share some of my own personal Experiences. So this week I'm going to be talking about scars. That's right. S C A R S. Scars. The ones you can see and the ones you can't see. Nobody ever talks about the ones that you cannot see. Everybody always talks about the ones that you can see. The ones that you cannot see are way more serious. I mean, they're both serious, but they're very more serious. They're much more serious because you cannot see them and no one ever asks about it. So let me just jump right on in. You know, the very thing that the enemy tries to scar us with, God uses to mark us for his glory. I'm going to say that again. The very thing the enemy tries to scar us with God uses to make, to mark us for his glory. And I didn't ever even think about it that way. You know, when you become saved and you be so sold out for Christ and you know, you want to be in his word and, and just so many different things you get revelation about stuff. But a lot of times we never put revelation to some of the things that we've experienced until you hit a, a season where you're, you know, you might be being, you might be, being stretched, or it's a growing season, or you're in a learning, whatever it is, whatever season it, it is that God has you in. A lot of times we never realize why certain things are happening until we ha- we have those moments. Scars are reminder. Scars are a reminder of something. And most of the time, a scar reminds us of something unpleasant. Well, that's true in all sorts of kind of senses, if you really want to be technical. You know, usually like, okay, I'm about to just be transparent. So, um, yeah. I had put something in my microwave and uh, didn't realize how hot it was. But the steam burnt, burned my finger and I hurried up and ran it under some cold water. All I did was just lifted a l- lid off of a container me trying to warm up some food and the steam was so hot. But it could have left a scar had I not thought quickly to run my finger under some cold water. And when you think about stuff like that, you know, it's a reminder that, okay, now my microwave gets stuff very hot. When I take something, you know, if I got a covered dish in there and I take the, I need to let it sit before I remove the lid because that steam, Burning my finger the last time is a reminder that, you know, hey, this thing get hot, a lot more hotter than I think it, it, you know, is. And basically that could be the effects of it. Anyway, let me get off a tangent, get back into my. So scars, scars are a reminder of God's faithfulness. Emotional wounds require us to ask God for healing. Healing involves action, and it will require you to choose forgiveness. Forgiveness means I'm not letting it control me. I'm giving it to God. And once the body has finished its work and the wound has closed, there is a scar. The scar is evidence of closure. Now, I'm going to talk about many personal things tonight as well. And so when I think about my first understanding of forgiveness, it takes me back to um, a chapter in my book, actually, where I wrote about the sexual molestation that I encountered for 10 years of my life. And, you know, I reached out to the individual and told him that, you know, we needed to have a conversation. And basically, he was just like, for what? And I was like, you know, for what? You know what you did? And to have him say to me, I don't know what you're talking about because I didn't do anything to you. Y'all. It wasn't until I started writing about that experience in the book. Because it's, it's ended a chapter in the book um, titled Corruption, Corrupting the gift, Gifting of God, because we are a gift from the Lord. And he has given us many different gifts, some more than others, you know, and they're all different, you know. And so, but it wasn't until I started to write that, About that that God really taught me about forgiveness and I was so angry for years Because I didn't understand how could he say he didn't do anything when he know that he did And you know, it's usually folks that know that they need the most the the ones that need the most help They try to act like they don't really need no help Well, again God taught me that forgiveness really wasn't for him. It was for me It meant that I had a choice to make. When he told me that he wasn't apologizing to me for what he did to me. That cut deep, y'all. Like it went through deep. And I did not know how to even handle it. Because, you know, there are certain things or certain times in your life that you just don't want to revisit. For what? And that was just one of those things that I just... Didn't want to revisit. So we have an opportunity to forgive. And it's a choice. And I'm going to just leave this right here. I ain't even going to touch it. But what would we do if Jesus had a chosen not to get up on that cross? I'm going to leave that there and keep on moving. Scars reminds us that our life is bigger than us. It will cost you to carry something great. There will be some casualties. I'm going to stop right there. Why I say it's will cost you something great? Because you're going to lose some folk. You're going to lose some things along the way. This path, that's why the Bible says to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Because this path, sometimes it might be a lonely path. You you want people to be around you, but God don't want nobody around you because of what he's doing in you and the way he's using you. And so there are going to be some casualties. Sometimes, you know, you you got some things that's going to happen and, you know, and you, you think it's a goal. But God say, no, not right now. Casualties, you know, because of the anointing and the thing that is in you is greatness and the thing that thing that you're carrying is going to cost you something, it's not cheap, and we are not no better than Jesus. He laid his life down for us and be truthful with you. I hey, I I'm not there yet. I know if the Lord came and said, I need you to get up on this tree. Give your life up. I-, I probably have a thousand and one questions. Lord, are you sure? You-, <laughs> you really want me to do that? But listen, we'd have a whole conversation going back and forth about. And I probably be trying to plead my case about why I couldn't do it or why I'm not ready to do that. So Jesus had. He laid his life down for us. So Anyway. There's a big difference between a wound and a scar. A scar says I've been healed and this is my story. God wants to win the battle in you so he can win the battle for you. I'm going to say that again. God wants to win the battle in you so he can win the battle for you. Many times it's the inner me. I N N E R, me. Not the enemy that we must fight. It's not the opposition that will defeat us. It's our position in the opposition. I know that that was a lot right there. So the position that we take. Because, again, the battle is in our mind. That's the, the, where the battle starts. Is in our thoughts, in our minds. And the position you take in that, that is the thing that de- has the ability to defeat you. Sometimes we don't even want to deal with the inner man. We're so busy fixing up the outer man. But the inner man needs the most work. That's where the biggest fight is, is the inner. You know, because again, I've learned how to... Matter of fact, we've all learned how to mask and hide and and cover up things that we don't want people to see or know, right? Because you don't want people judging you. You don't want people, you know... Talking about you, you don't want people giving you their opinion about what they think you should do, all that stuff. So a lot of times we don't want to deal with the inner and we're covering up the outer to make the outer look good so that people won't, they won't be all up in your business. But truth be told, when the spirit is operating in an individual, The spirit will let you know what you trying to keep somebody else from knowing. If they got, listen, their spirit will resonate. It will bring revelation. If God wants them to know the real deal, the spirit will reveal it. Trust me. Can't hide from that. Proximity creates connection. Your position matters. Being in God's presence will change your perspective. God doesn't give us scars to remind us we've been hurt. He gives us scars to remind us that we have been healed. And so, again, your position matters. So the closer we stay to him, the better it is for us to get the healing that we need. Let me move on. Scars draw us closer to Jesus. Did you know that the tongue has a certain type of tissue that does not scar when it is torn? The tongue has no scar tissue. God fixed it so that the tongue can virtually repair itself. God enables our tongue to heal so that even in our pain, we can speak health and power. Have y'all ever bit y'all tongue chewing on something or you drank something that was too hot? Let me tell you about one time. So y'all know. Well, you probably don't know, but you about to know. I love Starbucks and I love it's got to be hot when I drink it. Right. So when I go to Starbucks (laughs) Um, I tell them exactly how hot I want it. And some people just be like, wait a minute. Why do you need coffee that hot? It just tastes better when it's that hot. But anyway, so, you know, I get it. I drink it. And then, you know, throughout the course of the morning, I might need to reheat it. Well, one day I reheat. Okay, back to this microwave again, y'all. So not realizing... That the coffee was as hot as it was. Y'all, can I just tell you about how I drank it and it was so hot. It wasn't anything I could do with it. I had to just swallow it. And when I tell you, it burnt the whole top of the roof of my mouth. I probably burnt my throat as well, going down. Y'all, mm, 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 mm but it didn't take long for my mouth to repair itself to heal my the upper part of my mouth everything was just burned from that hot coffee I still drink it hot y'all I just watch now when I know I gotta let it sit basically and so when I tell you yeah uh the tongue is you know a thing right we know that life and death lies in the power of the tongue so weight of words matter words do hurt words do matter that sticks and stone may break my bones but words will never hurt that's a lie words do hurt and sometimes they depending on Who the individual is, it depends, that's going to determine how you receive it. Now, I have some people around me that I know love me and care for me, and they have to give me stuff that I know is going to be difficult to hear, but they, I got to hear it that way. If I don't know you like that and you call yourself trying to tell me whatever, I may not receive that from you. And God could have sent you to tell me. But again, the way that we see people is the way that we will receive from them. So you have to be careful with your words because they do and they can and they have the potential of causing damage and it may not be right then that it caused the damage. It could be somewhere further on down in their life. I know as a child growing up, I was always told that I was mean and hateful and stubborn. What did I emulate pretty much all my life? And so God has had to continuously peel back layers to get to who he truly created me to be. And it wasn't to be mean and hateful and stubborn. And so, y'all, I've evolved. Just, I'm going to just tell y'all that. I've definitely got a better, much better attitude about a lot of different things, including the way that I see myself. God will use our deepest hurt to develop our greatest ministry. Our scars can be beautiful, gives us an opportunity to invest in. It gives us an opportunity to invest in ours because of our struggles. That should be others. Gives us an opportunity to invest in others because of our struggles. So your words carry weight and they do matter. And the thing, the scripture that came to mind to me was Isaiah 61 and 3. To console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes. The oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. The beauty for ash, the ashes for beauty. That was the thing that stuck out to me, because a lot of times we don't even think about. Our words. I know I try to be mindful of things that I'm going to say to a person before I say it, because I try to think about how I would feel if, if the roles were reversed. And then there's sometimes, and there's been times where I've had to ask for forgiveness because whatever came up, that's what came out. It wasn't to be intentional, but if, Hey, if, if, You rubbing me wrong, and I didn't already told you, give me like six feet, and you still coming at me. What you get, that's what you get. Now, my intentions is not to be that way, but if you keep coming for me, you're going to get something that you didn't expect to get. That's just being truthful. That's real talk right there. I don't know anybody else that, I mean, some people may be good at it, but it used to be a time in my life where I would let people say whatever they wanted to say to me and I would not defend myself or I wouldn't even respond or say anything back. And I would carry hurt internally. I would internalize that and carry that. And I wound up with some emotional hurt that it took forever to get past and move forward and not even Dwell on it or even look at them the same way, because I would let people just say whatever. Not no more. I'm just saying I pick and choose my battles wisely. But at the same time, if you come for me and I ain't sin for you, you ain't coming no more because I'm going to send you right back in the same direction you came in. Trust me on that one. Now, let me move on. Scars show the power of God. resilience is something developed in and through pain. One way to measure spiritual maturity is by the way hurt and pain affect you. The things that hurt you the most have the power to help you the most. Y'all, when I read that, I was like, you got to be kidding me. (laughs) The thing that Hurts you the most have the power to help you the most where they do that at I know I still got to grow I mean certain things don't affect me like they used to but yeah yeah let me move on out of your pain comes your anointing and your calling It's during our time of struggle that we find out what we are really what we really believe about God. It's easy to believe in God when life is good, but when life is not good, that's when we really decide if we believe it. And there's three things that we usually ask ourselves when life happens or when a struggle happens. The first thing we ask, we say God was not powerful enough to stop what happened. Ain't it just like us? That's just a human characteristic and nature, but thank God for grace and mercy. Thank God for love and compassion that he loves us just that much that he knows we going to have them type of questions, but we get ourselves all tricked up and caught up in stuff. And the first thing we want to do is just Lord, where was you at? You supposed to be, you know, all powerful, ever present, but we question him in our life when things hit and it hit in a way that we didn't expect it to hit that causes something. I know I was notorious for it, and I'ma tell y'all, this just being transparent. When I was first saved and you know, trying to get my life together and different things like that, and I'm gonna be truthful with you. Uh there was times when, you know, I, I'm not going to, I'm going to use this term. I will prostitute the Lord. Well, Lord, if you get me out of this, then I'm going to do this. Good for, I was good for doing that. Oh, and when it was convenient for me, one foot was in the church, one foot was outside the church. Oh, and don't let someone in the church say something crazy to me and offend me or wound me. Then I would make a bad i would make a beeline for the door you wouldn't see me for months and because I was immature in the things of God and I would have questions about the who what where when why and in the house and some of that stuff was self-inflicted I got myself in so yeah yeah then I have questions The second thing is, is God was powerful enough, but simply didn't care enough to stop what happened. Been there, done that where I, okay, Lord, where was you at? I thought you loved me. I thought that, you know, and we don't ever think about when things are like that for us, that he's protecting us. It don't feel good in that moment, but there's protection and provision. Right. And it just took a lot of maturing spiritually to understand that that's how he works. And that is not he is not trying to cause us pain or hurt. He's trying to heal us from that. The third thing is, is God allowed it to happen and he has some great purpose behind it. That's when, you know, you've matured in that area or that thing. When you can say that, well, I know that it has got to be some good that's going to come out of this because had it not been for that, you know, even though I don't know, Lord, I don't know what I don't know what's going on with this here, but you must got something better and greater for me. And so I've just learned and if nothing else with this pandemic, or this vi- whatever you want to call it, I had to learn that. And I learned it in that time of really being on lockdown and shut down. Lord, there's got to be some greater good that's going to come out of whatever it is that is going on. It's going to be some greater good that comes out of that. And so I learned a lot, even for myself, that there's purpose in everything. And sometimes it don't even be for me it be for somebody else. But I ain't going to even touch that right there either. We need to choose to release our pain to God and trust him with the outcome. My favorite scripture was my reading today. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Lean not to thy own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. We have to learn how to trust. And it's so crazy because... I don't understand why we think we could take care of us better than he can take care of us. So if he removes something, that means he's going to replace it with his best for you. That's even in relationships. Whether it's friend relationships, whether it's boyfriend-girlfriend relationships. We have to just understand that. You know, if they walked away, God got somebody better on the way. Matter of fact, they was just blocking who God had already. Who's he, you know, he's got ready for you. And I'm just, and I struggle with that. That's one area of my life that I really struggle with. And that is relationships because I desire to be in a relationship, not just any old kind of relationship, a healthy, a wholesome one that I'm, you know, we can grow together and and we're learning together, you know. Um, and so that's been an area that has been a, a constant battle, a constant struggle. You know, I go get my hands and stuff that I don't have no business in. And then I wind up later all messed up. And God just, he's right there to comfort me. He's right there to you know, put me back together, get me back up, put me back on the right path and put me and point me right in the right direction. And so you just have to be careful. Let me move on. Um, scars keep us from repeating mistakes. They are meant to remind us not to repeat the same mistakes and be careful not to injure others. Remembering old wounds makes us more cautious in how We treat others. I don't let my past define me or dictate my future, but I do allow it to inform my future. So, and what I mean by that is, is that your past does not define you. It doesn't dictate what God or where God is taking you, but it gives you a better understanding you already know that when you walk in that direction and he ain't told you to go in that direction, ain't no good going to come out of that. And so I'm learning that as well. If he say go left, go left. If he say don't move, don't move. You know, don't go back and forth about, well, did he say go left? Did he say go right? No, if he ain't said nothing, that means you need to just be still and know that he is. And so scars act like bumpers. Like, you know, them little, you know, when the, the kids are in the bowling alley, this is, and they put the little bumper guards up so that <laughs> they can just roll a ball down um, and they don't have to worry about it going in the gutter. Well, scars act like bumpers. They can keep us on track if we remember them. In a healthy way. So again, if you remember the past and old wounds in a much more healthier way, it helps you stay on track. Why? Because you know what happened when you went down that road the last time. And for whatever reason, you know, I had to just start looking at me, especially when it came down to the type of men that I was dating. Yeah, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother topic, but it's enough to say, okay, you know what, if this type of person is attracted to me or I keep attracting this type of person, then I have to take a look at me a little bit more deeper. And sometimes, like I said earlier, we don't want to deal with the inner me. We fix up the outer me real well, but it's the inner me that need the work, I'm going to leave that one alone. All scars are not physical. It's easy to see physical scars and wounds. That is the truth right there. Um, and it puts me in the mind of when you think about physical scars, like I said, this is domestic violence awareness month. Think about women who have been, beat up on there's an outward appearance of what has taken place the situation may not be healthy may not be good whatever the case might be and you know growing up in a household where you know we saw a lot of different things my sister and I saw my mom go through a lot of different things and i never understood why why she would tell us one thing but then she would do something different and uh, and it wasn't until i just started to to research and god took me through a season where he was teaching me about love some people that's the way they equate love me personally, you trying to be physical, put your hands on me. You trying, no, nah, that ain't love. And truthfully speaking, you going to die. So, I mean, I'm just saying, you better be a little nervous around sleeping around me, put your hands on me. You know, so again, the physical scars and wounds are easy to see. The emotional wounds and scars are are not easy to to detect. So a lot of times it's good to just check up on people. Depression and anxiety is not a joke, y'all. No joke. And even though I was surrounded by a lot of different people, when the thing broke in me, I didn't know how it was going to break. I wound up on the mental ward, in a hospital. I checked my own self in. If somebody had told me that I would have had that experience in my life, I wouldn't have never believed them. Why? Because I'm very strong-natured, strong-willed, strong-minded, but when life hits and you just get to a point where you're just tired, listen, i have when it broke, that's what it—that's the way it broke. I had no control over how it broke. I was going to a therapist three times a week. I was taking meds. I had a pill that balanced out my moods. I had a pill that helped me sleep. I had a pill for anxiety attacks. And literally, y'all, I was like a walking zombie daily. I can't even tell you how I drove myself to work and to home. And again, we have a, we, we know how to mask things when we don't want people to know. And I did it for a very long time till it got to a point where God was just like, "Uh uh-uh, we're not doing this. And so them emotional scars and wounds, they not easy to detect. And I'm so grateful and thankful that they have finally acknowledged depression and anxiety, mental health as an illness. And we have got to stop being afraid to go and talk to people and go see about ourselves. If you need some medicine to help, hey, just take it for a little bit. I'm just saying, you know, if that's what you need, go get the help. It's out there. You can't be afraid to take care of your inner self. That inner person, God is going to give you the things that you need and he's going to heal you. But again, use some wisdom. It's nothing wrong with going and having a conversation with somebody once a week or whatever the case might be, because a lot of times you would like to think that the people that are around you, they going to give you sound wisdom and just different things like that. But truthfully speaking, sometimes it's just good to talk to somebody that don't know you. Because a lot of times when you're close to the situation or the person, sometimes it's hard to be partial or neutral. So, yeah, that's a whole nother thing right there. Anyway, many of us hold on to situations, circumstances, thoughts, mindsets and trauma. Because they are reminders of something unpleasant. Scars do not always appear right away or at the moment of the event that causes a scar. That's what the doctors say. So, again, like, I was the queen of grudges, holding on to things. Oh, you did something, I was going to get you back. Trust me, I was pondering on ways of how I would get you back. Especially if it was something that hurt me. Um, and like I said earlier, I, I was always, I would let people just say whatever and I would carry that stuff. But I was plotting too. I know. And that, thank God for deliverance and healing in a lot of different areas. There are certain things, honestly, that I have moved past It's a part of who I am today. Would I change what I've been through? No, because the person that you're listening to right now was not the person that you probably would have wanted to listen to 10 years ago, for that matter. So growth, growth. And then to read that scars don't always appear right away. Or at the moment of the event that caused the scar. So there's some things that could happen, but there was, the evidence of it may not appear right away. It could be hours from then, whatever the case might be. It could be days, it could be weeks, it could be months. That's why I said you have to be careful with your words because whether it impacts me today or not, Nobody knows, but it could impact me somewhere further down the road. Anyway, let me move on. Physically, there are ways to cover, hide our scars, makeup to conceal scars, flaws. You know, I'm one of those people that don't wear makeup. Why? Because I don't really have to. There are some folks, they got to wear it. I'm just saying But, again, when, you know, we want to paint a persona or give people a picture, you know, we know how to put some things on to hide things that we don't want people to see because if they can see it, then that means they have questions about it. And most of the time we don't have, we don't want to answer the questions that are going to come behind, you know, what somebody is asking. Um... Cosmetic surgery for permanent solution. Okay, so yeah, you know i'm I'm very transparent about different things. So I had the gastric bypass years ago. Well, there was one part of my stomach area that I just could not lose. So I had this flap for years that I carried it. and a couple years ago, I decided, you know, initially I wanted a tummy tuck, but then I was just like, no. Anyway, so I had that flap removed and I have this scar that got that from where I was cut from hip to hip, you know, so every time I get up and, you know, I'm take a shower and get changed and I look at myself, I see that scar as a reminder that there was something there that I did not like. So the exchange was, well, I got this scar In exchange for removing something that I. And truthfully speaking, I question now, should I have removed it? I don't know. But anyway. um, Sin leaves scars in our lives. Sin leaves scars in our lives. Those are just reminders of mistakes and a lot of times well it is no a lot of times to it sin the sin there ain't no good that's gonna come out of sin period in the story inward inward scars are more serious just like i expressed earlier a lot of times when you are dealing with situations and circumstances internally you know in order to even get past it and get your healing, you got to be willing to face it and confront it. And I'm going to tell you, during this time of being locked down, when I tell you there were so many different things about me that I had to confront and look at, they were not pretty, y'all, at all. So, But I'm just grateful because that was growth that came out of this for me at least for me, I'm speaking for myself. I can't speak for anybody else, but I maximized every moment since we've been in this and we're coming up almost two years of this. i maximized every moment and I have grown tremendously in so many different areas of my life. So I'm going to leave y'all with this, but I was, you know, I looked at the word scars and I started to write down what each letter meant to me. S survivor should have been dead, but because of C Christ, I overcame a adversity released for greatness R. led by the spirit S I just hope that you all got something out of tonight. I want to just take the time to say thank you for tuning in. But before I go. uh, Kind of want to talk about my book being out. The second edition is on Amazon titled Broken to be or not to be. That is the question. That was one of the things that I worked on during that time of being totally shut down. Um, It's. A, a great book. It's little, but it, it has a powerful word in it. If you know somebody that just needs some words of encouragement, it go get the book. I ain't even going to tell y'all about it. Go get the book. Share it. Like it. Um, my sister has a nonprofit organization, More Than My Pretty Face, and we are excited because... We are getting ready to get started with the coaching sessions. Um, The girls are going to be between the ages of 14 and 18. And so she has some really good things getting ready to go that's getting ready to start before the end of the year. And we are just very excited about the young ladies that have already registered and already signed up. And so when I tell y'all, this is just an awesome organization. The fact that I get to be a witness, not only be a part of it, but be a witness, um, to watch her and her element. And it's about changing lives, y'all. And I think that we need to get a better handle on our our young ladies, our girls. You know, invest. This is an organization if you want to volunteer or make donations to, more than myprettyface.org is the website. Go take a look. Tell tell people about it. Share the information. Um, again, got a lot of great things going on. Um, I'll be posting on my social media. She'll be posting on her social media as well. Um, but go to the website. My friend also has another great nonprofit organization. It's titled Empower Him. So if you know someone who has been in jail or prison and they are interested in becoming entrepreneurs wanting to learn about real estate that's what her organization um is geared towards helping those men um who have been in jail or in prison and they want to be entrepreneurs another great organization empowerhim.org when i tell y'all this is about to be an awesome time here of course um In the next couple weeks, I will be celebrating my 50th birthday. Lord willing, I'm going to see 50. It's go big or go home. And so the shenanigans have already just, we planning. And I'm just so grateful and thankful. I have to give a shout out. My sister is actually on here tonight, but she did something. She started something that I wasn't even expecting. So, um... She has been giving me a gift every day for the last 29 days, actually. So she decided that she would celebrate me for 50 days. And it has truly been awesome, y'all. I have got some amazing things. Um, I haven't posted anything yet. Kind of just been saving and I'm going to wait till it get closer to my birthday I'm running out of room for where to place these bags. And so, yeah, but it's just truly been awesome and amazing that God is 50 is big. And so we're going to have a lot of fun come November. Um, So anyway, this platform is on iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Apple, Google, Spotify, and Breaker. Of course, Podbean. If you know anybody, tell your friends about the podcast. I mean, I'm just so grateful and thankful. I'm going to be, well, I am looking for sponsors. So if you know anyone who's interested in sponsoring my podcast, I just feel like I'm at this point in this phase in the stage of my life where maybe this was the place that I was supposed to be at. Maybe this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is what God intended for me to do. And so I'm just grateful and thankful Um, Thank you again for joining me tonight. I hope that you got something out of this. Be sure to share it. I'm your host, Robin. Be encouraged and know that I'm praying for you. Peace and blessings to you.